Right, good evening. It's evening now, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's just yeah. gone six. That's yeah. officially evening Three in my book. Past evening. Um, we're at Ellen Road still, Leeds Lives, Baron Cross, and Jamie Lewis. And thankfully, we're here to talk about a 2 1 victory for the Whites, a vital, vital win. Um, Joe is in the press box next to me, and he'll, he'll tell you all for sure that that was that's probably the most I've celebrated Eddie's goal all season. <laughs> that's how important it felt. It really, really felt like a big three points today. I think if, if you come away from, uh, from a match like that against opposition that have been roundly thrashed by Norwich last week and you only get a draw, yeah. you do start to wonder a little bit about this season. Um, Joe, 2 1. Um, second in the table with Sheffield United currently playing, currently winning as we talk. I think. So down to third, possibly by then by the close of play today. But um, just sort of puts puts more onus on Tuesday night, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. We we know that Tuesday night, which is the game in hand, is, is going to be vital. Um, but with everyone winning, it, it's as you were. Um, everyone winning by one goal margin so far. Obviously, uh, they're in half an hour in at Sheffield United. But yeah, it was um, it was a tense, nervy one today. Um, there was a lot of pre-match optimism, actually, um, talking <laughs> around the press box. Um, Foolish. Yeah, I know uh, one of our noted colleagues in the press box uh, was predicting a 5-0 win um, before kickoff and a, and a Patrick Bamford hat-trick. Um, <laughs> which, uh, but that sort of... everyone Wasn't was, me. Was, ev- no, no. Um, everyone I was, was for three. <laughs> but everyone was very confident. They, they'd seen this Bolton side lose 4-0 last weekend. I think they were 3-0 down within... Within half smashed, an hour, they smashed a bit by and, and they've had a week where they've um, been the subject of high court injunctions and um, winding up orders. So you know, a football club that's in, in a real mess. Um, and sure enough, we got the early goal. Um, we we're all saying, "Yeah, an early goal, that'll do it. That's what Leeds need to do. They get that early goal, they get ahead, and then it, and then they go away from there. And perhaps this will be the big win that we've been waiting for all season. Um, perhaps this, you know, finally. We, we I mean, we've said here many times before, haven't we, Baron? Like one day they're going to put yeah. away all these chances. Yeah. They're going to they're going to sweep sweep side away five mm. nil. Um, and yeah, Leeds go 1 0 up after 15 minutes. Tyler Roberts, I think that was um, his second sort of really good run into the box. He, mm. was, he was playing in the number 10 role. He was the only change from, uh, from the Swansea game. Obviously, Kamal Roof was out injured. So in comes Tyler Roberts in that role. Really dynamic, and then certainly in the first half comes in. Um, I said, I think this is his second good run into the box. Um, he's brought down penalty. Easiest decision probably the ref mm. had to make all day. Um, no one was really complaining from the Bolton side, only a little bit, because a footballer will always complain when a penalty is given against them, whether it's uh, blatant or not. Um, and then, yeah, Patrick Bamford quickly grabs the ball, um, which was key, um, because he didn't give it up. And then all of a sudden he had Tyler Roberts and Pablo Hernandez both wanting the ball off him. Um, because as it turns out, and as uh, Marcelo Bielsa said um, when I spoke to him post-match, Leeds didn't have um, a designated penalty taker today. Um, Kamar Roof was the penalty taker. Obviously, he's not there, uh, and it seems quite a surprising, um, oops, uh, you know, overlooked by um, Bielsa not having a penalty taker, but he didn't. So Bamford grabs the ball, and obviously, he convinces everyone. Basically, rank. first come first serve. First come first serve. He wasn't going to let go, and uh, thought it probably adds a bit of pressure on him that he didn't need, but. Never mind, he just, he just rolls it in anyway. So, yeah, Leeds 1 0 up after 15 minutes, and we're like, here we go, right? Crowds, capacity crowd again. Yeah. Really, really good spirits, really good good noise. Um, but then, yeah, the um, well, I mean, the wheels didn't fall off. That's, that's too, uh, too much of an exaggeration to say, but it was our old friend, um, Mr. Set Piece Woe, wasn't it, really, that, that came into play again? A triple barrel surname. Yeah, um, and yeah, I think Leeds had the lead for about 10 minutes, wasn't it? And it was, it was a strange goal, the, the equaliser. Um, came from a, a corner, wasn't it, Baron? Yeah, yeah it was corner, corner initially, not, not cleared very well. Corner initially, sort of cleared off the line, falls still in the box, falls to Mark Beavers, who um, all of a sudden has a bit of space and he can just sort of poke it home from inside the area. And, and yeah, leads a level. And it's, it's that, yeah, that common problem again, Baron, isn't it? Set pieces. Mm. Yeah, it's, 
just it was almost like it, it was quite similar. It reminded me a bit to the um, response for the Pookie goal, the uh, Norwich's second mm. goal a few weeks ago, where yeah. it was sort of quite muted, and everybody kind of looked around thinking, "Hang on, they just scored? Mm. Are, they, are yeah. they actually are they actually level? Because we've we've <laughs> dominated and we've been battering them, and yeah. somehow it felt like the ball was clear, but it wasn't. And then yeah, everybody was sort of mm. looking around at each other, thinking, "Come on, ref." Blow for something, yeah, yeah, um, and it never came. One, and then he, one, uh, and um, to the centre circle, yeah. Because it was such a crowded box, we couldn't quite work out who had scored either. So, for even longer, we were sort of just staring at the pitch in disbelief, thinking, yeah, who, "Who on earth has prodded this home?" And mm. yeah, and then the match just kind of just dragged on from there on. And at one, one, you just it's almost painful to go back over it. I mean, they, they, I wouldn't say they peppered the Bolton goal. I mean, there was a few decent saves. I think. Bamford had one downward header which was sort of spilled a bit by Matthews but then yeah. pounced upon Harrison probably had the next best chance his yeah, header actually yeah, header. forced a bit of a flying save from Matthews to tip it over so chances but yeah, just, just didn't feel like it was coming and then second half they came out and there was nothing really that got me excited in the first 15 or so minutes I think Bamford had one sliding effort which was just wide Ailing had danced in at one point from the right and, and, and shot wide and then, of course, Alioski gets a goal. And I'd said to Joe just before the Alioski goal that I thought, you know, if we come out of this with a draw, I, I will start wondering and I will start doubting where the season's going because you just you start overanalyzing things and you, and you look at every sort of player's every sort of micro decision they take and you keep looking and you keep looking for reasons why it's not working. And mm. I looked at Hernandez kind of labouring with a with a recovery run to, to chase McGuinness and I just thought, God, he looks knackered. God, we're, we're burning out. It's all going it's all going to pot. We're going to be in the playoffs. And, and, they say it's all right. yeah. and thankfully, Alioski then just digs out this cross-come shot. I need to see it back again. I've not, I've yeah, not seen the, the specific deflection, but but he definitely deceived Matthews. He, it should have been a regulation cross to, to take, really. But clearly, something's deceived him on the way in. He's either palmed it onto the bar and it's gone in, or he's, he's palmed it as it's on, gone on the way in. But either way, it's, it's yeah. gone over Matthews's head and into the far corner. And Bamford was following up to make sure if it, if it hadn't crossed the line, but it clearly did. And at two-one, yeah, I mean, it was just uh, again relief rather than I wouldn't say jubilation or, or delight. I mean, it was just relief, you know, just just yeah. to get ahead. And he kind of did think at that stage that there's no way Bolton were coming back into the game and, and Leeds were in control and, and maybe could have got a third. But again. Last 10 minutes invited to pressure tense. again, very just like tense. the Swansea game, wasn't it? Yeah, that's right. It's a very tense last 10 minutes. Um, we had five minutes stoppage time as well, which didn't help. And that was all because uh, there was a huge bust up on, uh, on this near touchline here. Um, actually, about right where we stood, um, just uh, a couple of yards away out on the, on yeah, the pitch. I'll, uh... um, yeah, foul on Alioski, wasn't it? That's what, that's what started it all. Bit of a bit of a snide sort of foul. Right, the, so uh, there's, there's the dugouts. Yeah. Uh, this is the incident Joe's talking about, was sort of around about here. Yeah, um, Alioski goes down. He's holding the small of his back, isn't he? So it's mm. obviously, um, you know, a, a definite foul. All the players weighed in, don't they? Um, yeah. So Alioski goes down. Um, McGuinness is penalised for sorry, it, and he's, McGinnis, clear, he's yeah. clearly going in the book initially. But, but Alioski again, I didn't, I didn't watch it second by second, but I get the impression Alioski stayed down maybe a little bit longer than he needed to. Joe Williams, uh, who was here on Monday, incidentally, with the with the under twenty threes for Bolton comes over mm. um, clearly looking to, to, to move play on he comes over and um, grabs sort of Alioski by, by the shoulders almost lifts him up off the floor yeah. and clearly Alioski doesn't take too kindly to that and um, <laughs> they square up and then, and then slowly one by one more and more players come over and the flashpoint uh, can be credited to one Mateusz Klitsch <laughs> Joe, yeah. do you want to have the, the honour of, of describing exactly what, what Mr Klitsch did to the, the whole scenario? Yeah, so uh, as Brian said we've by now we've got 
five, four, four or five. Quite a lot of players in there, haven't we? Um, right by the bench as well. The, the and, two, and, it's, and it's right on the cusp of boiling over. Yeah, that's right. The, the, the two, uh, you know, people from the dugouts are there as well. Um, Mateus Klitsch, as Baron said, he's, he's the one there. He's, Ambles over. He's got a drinks bottle in his hand. He's obviously the break and play. Maybe he thought, I'll, I'll grab a quick drink. And then um, he's got a bit carried away and he started squirting said drink <laughs> onto, was it Williams? Um, gone, he's, he's gone over to yeah. Williams and, and, and targeted his literally, back. He's literally poured, poured it down poured his back inside his shirt. His head, yeah. It's obviously and, Joe Williams oh, like that. Um, absolute fury. <laughs> and, and then it really does all kick off. And I'm does, pretty yeah. sure we're, we're not far off maybe a, a 19 or 20 man melee, including yeah. people off the benches. Phil Parkinson Sorry. comes over. Yeah, Phil Parkinson comes over, and um, I mean, he was the one that's only really punished by the referee. He was given his marching orders, given a red card. A red card. Told to go First into the official yeah. red card for a manager at Ellen Road. Yeah, uh, is that true? Right. Yeah, um, this season, right. because the, the yeah. red cards came in this yeah, year, and I suppose that's true, he's definitely the first that's been given his marching orders. Yeah, so, so off he goes. Um, we, spoke to, uh, we spoke to Parkinson after the game, and he said he wasn't sure what the, uh, the red card was for. I mean, the pictures say know, otherwise, Phil. Yeah. Uh, He's going to go and ask the um, the referee. He said he was going to go and speak to him uh, as soon as he was done there to try and find out the reasons. But he said um, he thought Pontus Janssen instigated the the whole incident. Pontus never. Yeah, I know. Pontus is commonly known as an instigator. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he sort of waded into uh, to go and stop Pontus, and um, and yeah, he's got his marching orders for it. As we, Mr. Uh, Alioski departing we talk, tonight's match winner. Um, of course, very tonight's match haircut. winner. It's uh, it's a cracking haircut that. It's, Still rocking the uh, Romania World Cup 1998 uh, bleach there, but so, um, sculpt it into a bit more of a style. So that's, that's fashion watch. In the end, McGuinness got a yellow, Williams got a yellow, Klitsch got off scot free, uh, which he did quite well to do. Joe said, I don't think we're going to be too surprised if the FA does come in and, and have a look at this. Um, unfortunately for Klitsch, because he wasn't punished, the FA do have now carte blanche to go in there and and give him what they feel is a, is a satisfactory punishment, yeah, um, that's, if any at all. That's so long as the incident isn't mentioned in the referee's report, isn't it? So mm. we're, we're, we're sort of Clear, beholden yeah. to that. You, you, you'd have thought clearly that yeah. if the referee had seen Klitsch doing that, surely Klitsch would have, yeah. would have got something. You'd have thought so, if it's not acting in good Instigator. Faith, so, um, so that was the incident. Moved on from there, as you say, very nervy yeah. finish. Yeah, so um, that's, that's what got us the five-minute stoppage time. And, nothing, um, nothing too... Scary for Cassia yeah. to deal with. Point of Cassia, we, yeah. we, we looked at each other a few times. Just causes a few too many palpitations when he when he doesn't catch things. Yeah, there was one. Um, there, there was one shot that sort of it was it was pretty straight at him. Um, it, it was quite a, probably a rasping shot. You yeah, describe down his throat. it. That was in the uh, it was in the second half, wasn't it? And, it, and he's parried it right back into the box yeah. where there's the straight of players. Into and, and luckily the header that comes back to him was, was sort of straight to his hand so he could just take it. Um, it's there, you really want him, if he's not going to be catching it, you want him to be parrying yeah. it to the side. Um, he did make one very good save in the first half, actually. Yeah. When it, in the it was, third uh, minute. When it, yeah, nil-nil obviously in the third minute. Um, he sort of clawed the ball away from a close-range mm. header, which was... Uh, which was good because uh, mm. if that goal had gone in, then you don't know what what would have happened here. <laughs> to, to be honest, um, you know, a team like Bolton defending a lead for all that game with their uh, giants in defence might have been a uh, might have been um, tricky. But but yeah, I mean, still no clean sheet for Casilla. Um, you know, he's he's been here a month now. Um, but I mean, I don't think he's a huge problem. As I say, we we are seeing these times when perhaps you know we, we do want him to, to claim these balls, but we are seeing some good saves from him. So. So a 2-1 win is what we finish with. As yeah. we say, Leeds currently second. If, if Sheffield United hang on at West Brom, we'll be dropping back down to third. So it's as it was, game in hand, etc., etc. Tuesday night's the big one away at QPR. Yeah. Um, 
As for this game, I mean, will, will there be many talking points that, that stand out apart from Klitsch? I mean, did, did Bielsa say anything of, of, of interest post-match? Um, no, it wasn't what too sort of mood was fascinating. He um, I think he was fairly relieved they'd won. Mm. Um, he said it was the way they closed the game out was a bit more mature than the way they closed okay. the Swansea game out. Obviously, two two one wins with um, sort of a bit of late drama there. Um, he also spoke. You, you can have a look on the uh, the live blog and the transcript that we're we'll putting up later about his decisions to make substitutes. I asked him if he was tempted to put Izzy Brown on today, um, but he said he really wanted to to keep um, Roberts Hernandez um, both on the pitch at the same time. He wanted Hernandez in the number ten role to offer more influence. Interesting. So, which is probably why um, you know he didn't want to bring um, Klitsch on. Um, Brown. Brown, sorry, Brown got Klitsch on the brain. Um, <laughs> say what you see. So um, is the FA. Yeah, let's, let's hope not. Um, and, and yeah, um, he was obviously asked about um, Tuesday's game at QPR. He just said that you, when, when you come into that game off the back of a win, you know you're in a better state of mind yeah. for it. So um, he does like that, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah the, the feeling good going into yeah, it. You, so, you feel better about life going into the next game if you've won. So in terms of sort of Bielsa bingo, yeah, he um, he uh, certainly ticked off a lot of the boxes. Interesting last question. Um, it was Gillian Balagay again, the uh, the BBC uh, Five Live journalist who was uh, at Thorpe Arch the, um, the other day. So. I, just, I dare say we're going to hear something on Five Live about Leeds United shortly. Um, he asked about um, if he's feeling that uh, the, the Leeds United that he wants to get sort of from training, because he, he thought the, the first goal, the, the move for the penalty, looks as though it came straight off the training pitch. So he asked sort of, you know, are you getting what you want from what you see in training? Is that translating into the matches? And Bielsa was sort of quite dismissive actually of it, saying that um, he believes what you do in training. Uh, doesn't really have that much of an impact on the actual game. It's um, interesting quotes. I'll have a read of them on the on the website. We'll uh, we'll bring them in full later, of course. We but, also heard um, from from Patrick Bamford mm. post match. So he was the player that was put up for interview. Um, some fairly stock phrases. Patrick's very um, very aware character. I think yeah. he knows when he's using cliches and sometimes yeah. apologises for using them. But but unfortunately for us, they they do seem to fit the bill a lot of time for a lot of answers <laughs> to questions. Yeah. But he was asked about the penalty, and Joe alluded to it earlier. You know, no designated penalty taker on the pitch and Bamford effectively was was the first man to it and as the number nine as the striker he says he's actually playing catch up which is interesting you know, when you hear the opinion of a, of a professional footballer like that you know you would assume for any mortals like us you know if, you, if you've had two fairly serious knee injuries you would kind of think right I'm not going to really challenge the, the goal scoring charts too much this year let's just help out where I can and maybe bag the odd goal but He's very much of the opinion now he's got um, a little little under three months now to kind of make some kind of impact on the season and, and put something on the scoring charts. And I suppose when a, when a player retires, that's what they've got to their name, isn't it? It's a scoring record. And, and Patrick mm. will want to have, for the 18-19 season, a good goals per game ratio. So there was no way Tyler was taking the ball off him. And I think <laughs> Ailing showed a bit of maturity. Actually, Pablo seemed to back off. Pablo accepted Panther was going to take it. And, and Tyler almost went back for a second bite of the cherry Bamford had it and was almost on the spot waiting to take it and Tyler came over again and said look no, I want this penalty you know what are you doing I've won the penalty and Patrick was just he wasn't here, having any of it and, and Luke Ayling actually had to come over and, and separate them almost and pull Tyler Roberts away I mean it's thankfully the goal was scored so it's not an issue but you do have to you know it doesn't look professional does it you know we, we've seen it in the Premier League with I remember with Fulham uh, Kamara Mitrovic it's embarrassing right. almost especially if they miss it so That's the thing. this has it's... got to be sorted out I mean I, I, I'm happy that Bielsa feels he can trust the players to make these decisions themselves and, and act like adults but come on it just doesn't look good does it it doesn't uh, but I mean the proof's in the pudding really so I imagine now Bamford has quite a good case to be the, the regular penalty taker I'd have thought he's going to uh, 
if Leeds get another penalty and that's a big if because what's this number two in 75 games someone from the club was quick to remind us of that um, <laughs> as we're on the way out from that um, yeah I, I think um, good luck trying to stop Bamford from taking the next one that's what I'd say Let's go through a few comments yeah. you've uh, you've been talking and Bega straight in there Bega Marcos I'm anybody that's watching this this <laughs> series our our season-long run of episodes of Facebook Lives will know that, that Bega is a, is a key contributor to this this Facebook Live audience, our community will call it, and uh, he's gone in with Vamos Leeds Carajo, which Indeed. is uh, which is Gemini's favourite word now, yeah, Carajo, right. it's, especially after finding out the victory. It's definitely getting some week. traction in uh, Leeds United circles, I know the square ball guys <laughs> are very keen on it as well, so uh, no Victor Orter up there at the moment. in the. Uh, we're we're going to try and keep this video going as long as we can so we can hear <laughs> Victor coming out and screaming Try and tempt him out. <laughs> Michael McGuerkin, a win is a win. Absolutely. Absolutely right. Uh, Aaron McCourt, at least we got the win, but the games against Bristol City, West Brom and Sheffield United still worry me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they are very much on the horizon. And yeah. the moment that QPR game finishes, the, the first fortnight yeah. of March is huge. Yeah. You've got West Brom, you've got a long trip to Bristol, a long trip to Reading, and then you've got Sheffield United back here. I mean, those two weeks really will form, I think that's, form the campaign. That's season-defining, isn't it? That's um, yeah. It's 12 points on offer. You've got to be looking at... Nine, nine, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's if you lose to either Sheffield United or West Brom, I mean, they are six pointers. I mean, the swing is huge on those games in terms of what it means for the top two, doesn't it? Given how tight it is. Yeah, especially um, you know Sheffield United winning again today. Obviously, that means West Brom aren't. But yeah, it's uh, it's getting awfully close. Not too many points are a gimme at the moment. Alan O'Brien stating the obvious: I take two-one wins for the rest of the season. Roll on Tuesday. Yeah, that'll do it. Goal, goal difference means nothing, Alan, if you've got the points on the board. You're absolutely right. If you keep yeah. winning, you can't argue at all. I just think, you know, I suppose if you were told now Leeds will get promoted, you know, you wouldn't care what the scorelines are because you know they're going to get promoted. But I think whilst there's still that element of doubt and we're still chasing things, people just want to see some confidence-boosting wins, some some big margins. Yeah. Paul Took was at the game today and yesterday. and yesterday. Again, no clean sheet for Kiko. It'll come. I'm sure it will. Stephen Geraghty, do you think Bamford taking the ball and not letting Roberts take the peno affected his game? Roberts is. Uh, we, let, let's assume he's talking about Tyler, who yeah. I felt was a little bit off it today, I would, I would say. He did start you may, well. You may disagree. I thought, as, as I was saying at the beginning, um, those, those two really good early runs, the second mm. of which did win the actual he penalty. Was, he did well to win the penalty, didn't he? Uh, and from what Bielsa said as well, Bielsa was um, talking about how he did want him to keep him on the pitch. Ultimately, he did get substituted, but that wasn't until after the goal had gone in. Last um, ten minutes, wasn't it? Yeah, Dallas had been uh, warming up and stripping <laughs> off for... All afternoon. For ages, it seemed. Uh, we, we were ready for him to come on for about half an hour, but... Um, but yeah, no, um, I think it's another decent performance from, uh, from Roberts. Eddie Boyd, no such thing as an easy game. Glad yeah. of the points. Hope we get Jack Clark back soon. Uh, yeah. A Jack Clark update today we saw pre-match. Yeah, he was, he was here at the stadium, wasn't he? Um, Pictured, he was posing by quite for, a few people. with the fans. Yeah, obviously we, we found out this week um, it was a virus, wasn't it, that he's been suffering yeah, from. Right. So hopefully uh, that means you know, he can get back on his feet and uh, back in full training and back in contention soon. Johnny Reynard, good win for the boys today, but think we should have been a few more goals up. Bamford should have put a few in. But all in all, top of the league. Well, they're not top of the league, Johnny, yeah, but sorry, we'll Johnny. let you have it. Yeah. We've won. We're releasing <laughs> contention stuff. If we win on Tuesday, we'll be top. Yeah, in, Bam in running, they were top for a bit. We'll give him that. Bamford said that. I mean, Bamford did say he mm. felt he should have scored more. Again, I... Yeah, I mean, Remy did have a few saves. Remy Matthews did have a few saves to make over yeah. the course of the game, and I can, I can understand that justification. Um, didn't I don't know about you, Joe? It didn't feel to me like they were. They, they were. It was. They were at their fluid best, though. You know, a la 
Derby, Norwich, Preston, yeah, Preston those wins, those sort of ones. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right there. It's um, you know, you know, you, you'll see a move. They'll, they'll do the odd move, and that reminds you of what yeah, their playing best is like. Breaks which down. We saw that a couple. There, there was one second half. Harrison, Alioski were linking up really nice, but they're, they're not showing that consistently enough through the 90 minutes at the moment. Lovely stuff from Sean Dillon. We're going to win the league. Yeah, you, Can't stop destiny. No, you, you literally cannot. Uh, Eddie Boyd clitched to kick ass. <laughs> I suppose you could call it that. Yeah. Uh, a long <laughs> message here from Pauline Young. Our goal difference might come back to bite us on the bum at the end of the season. Need more goals, especially with our attempts on goal in every match, but just relieved to win. Hopefully we can keep the winning streak going. Come on, you are. Yeah, I mean, that, that almost mm. sums up my thoughts. Yeah. I mean, goal relief, difference. Relief to get the win, but we're just not turning teams over, are we? Yeah, but I mean, that, that'll do it. As um, another comment I said earlier, 2-1 mm. wins, we'll, we'll do it all season. Um, but... The goal difference, Leeds are quite far behind on the goal difference now, and you just hope that it, it's going to be tight. It's going to go down to the last, if not the last game, you know, the last couple of games. So you can never count out goal difference, but uh, yeah, we will see. Philip Daniel, three points in the bag. That's what matters. Look forward now to QPR. It's still in our hands. Absolutely yep. right. Keep the faith. Fingernails are gone. Sure to be down to my knuckles before the season finishes. <laughs> Absolutely. Until Alioski scored, it felt like that. I mean, yeah. it, was, it was a real horrible game to watch today until Alioski scored. Yeah, you so felt, much relief. You felt in the, in the stadium, the fans were getting very tense. Yeah. The it, discontent was there, wasn't again, it? Again, we, we've seen it a few times. Like such a great atmosphere. It's like before the Norwich game. You know, the first well five-ish minutes of the Norwich game and, and pre-match. Such good atmosphere. Felt you like know. the first day of the season almost. Yeah, and, and Leeds is sold out just about every week now. And you know, the fans are playing such a big part in it. But when they did, it, you can't help but hide from the tension when things get close like that. Tim Green, will he make any changes on Tuesday night, do you think, with West Brom on Friday night? Also, Ailing seems to be limping coming off. Will he play Tuesday? So, yes. one question at a time. Chain- yeah, so changes on so Tuesday the changes, night? Um, I, I asked uh, about that and so, you know, I was asking more about Brown and, and I said any changes going to be there and it's not something he's thought about yet, Bielsa said. Um, I guess uh, they, they're going to be in at Thorpe Arch tomorrow and on Monday to, uh, to see how everyone's doing. Um, Ailing... Um, did you see him limping off? The, I didn't uh, see it. I have seen yeah. other people saying he was limping. I, I didn't see it myself. I did see him go down a couple of times. He, um, he went down, like he clashed heads, didn't he, at one point. He was down for a while. So mm. maybe he's got a few few aches and pains there. I think um, if everyone's fit, he'll play them. And yeah. it's not. It, I, I can't quite recall the example, but I'm sure we've had a previous example this year where we, he's had quite a rapid turnaround with games yeah. and, he, and he hasn't... He's, yeah. he's not the sort of guy that does make three or four changes. You know, he looks... But, Bielsa's whole point is he doesn't compromise so he's not going to compromise on who he plays and how they play just because yeah. the games are quite close together so I think he will go with the, the team the team that he wants to play so. regardless of the fact that West Brom are on Friday yeah yeah. Gary McMenamin as long as not getting beat uh, picking up most points possible keeps us ticking over will not be will not be far away yeah that's quite alright yeah. Adam Kay three points on Tuesday win or draw against West Brom and then it's ours to lose. I think any of us would have taken seven seven points from nine this week. Yeah, well, we're, we're obviously two two matches into those three that we kind of we looked at Swansea, Bolton, and QPR, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. They were nine points we really needed, um, and of course we've now got six now. So you know, you're well placed to now go and if you go and beat QPR, mm. then you know that's nine out of nine as we wanted, and then you are into that that that, that awful first <laughs> fortnight of March. Yeah. Interesting name here, uh, Choffy. 
uh, ate all the pies. Uh, any okay. news on Izzy Brown? Not looking like he's ever going to get a run. <laughs> you asked about Izzy, didn't you? I did, yeah. And after in in the second half here, we we saw him again warming up. You know, they really strenuous warm up, trying to catch Bielsa's eye, but. Uh, I think Bielsa just felt like this wasn't the right game for him. You've got to think perhaps if Leeds were you know, a couple of goals up, he might have given him his first taste. But uh, no, didn't didn't work into the way uh, Bielsa wanted to play. And as, as Baron just said, he, he doesn't compromise Bielsa. So, uh, doesn't compromise. <laughs> He's not going to put him on for yeah, our, for he won't our do benefit. It. He won't do it for just for the sake of sake of it. Bega's responded. Thanks, guys. Love your work, Bega. We love you. Love your work. We love your work. <laughs> uh, Jason Barnard, Pablo was immense. Hopefully we can keep him fit. Would be a struggle without him and Ruth. Don't say it. Yeah. Don't even say it. Just there we go. There but, we uh, go. Sorry if, 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 I, if I went a bit uh, paused for any of you there. We lost a bit of connection there, but we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll trot on now fairly yeah. swiftly. Uh, Beager again. Yeah. Remember the Cavani, Cavani Neymar fight oh, for the penalties. PSG, we shouldn't yeah. worry too much. Yeah, exactly. uh, it, it could be a lot worse. That, that there there have been some ding dong battles yeah, in there. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine trying to get Neymar for penalty with his ego. <laughs> oh, jeez. Shane Shanks, great three points, but need to score more goals to get the goal difference back. Yet yeah, quite a lot of yeah. people saying that. Yeah. Uh, Ellie Lister telling us to keep the faith. Thank you, Ellie. We will try. Yeah. Um, interesting Ooh. one. This is this is a bit different from John, John yeah. Redmond. He's a very conscientious commenter. He's he's regularly involved with uh, the video, so he's not coming in here to cause problems. <laughs> but he says it's a terrible performance today. Terrible. I, I, I think uh, we've alluded to the fact I don't think it was vintage Leeds it wasn't yeah. vintage Bielsa but I think terrible it's a possibly a bit strong they've certainly played worse than that oh yeah they, they, they've played worse than that. that and at times you know they, they're fluent best but, but it's only at times isn't it at the moment and I think we'll round up there Ivan Rodriguez has given us a oh, definition of demagogue oh, lovely um, stuff. One so Ivan was somebody that I've been speaking to on Twitter and, and, and has been involved <laughs> in the Facebook lives on Thursday and demagogue Hopefully this all comes through in the end clear for you. But uh, as it stands, we will be live again, maybe on Monday. We're, we're still in the dark as whether there's going to be a pre-match press conference on Monday. I think they probably will, if, okay. I, if you ask me. There you go, then. If, yeah, we're we're going to stick our neck out and say we'll be live again on Monday, post-presser. And then I'll be live again on Tuesday evening at Loftus Road, where I famously got told to um, to leave the stadium did, in the FA you? Cup. Yeah, the uh, yeah. the Jobsworth stand at Loftus Road were oh. were swift to uh, remove me from the stands, and I had to complete <laughs> it in the corridors of Loftus Road. So, looking forward to getting reacquainted with them on Tuesday. But we'll, we'll, we'll get under the radar this time, Baron. You'll, you'll be able to do it. <laughs> I'll have to hide under the seats. <laughs> All right, cheers, guys. We will see you again soon. Have a good weekend, guys.